Hi, I'm Ina Garten, the Barefoot Contessa. Welcome to the audio podcast of my show, Be My Guest. I've invited some really interesting people to visit me. Some are old friends and some are new friends. We'll share stories that will hopefully amuse and inspire you. And you're invited too. How fun is that? I love to invite interesting people to my house for good food, great conversation, and lots of fun. My friend, the incredible British actress, Emily Blunt, famous for movies like The Devil Wears Prada, Mary Poppins Returns, and A Quiet Place, is joining me for an amazing day at the barn. I am on my way to Ina's house. I'm very, very excited. I love her deeply. I'm welcoming her with very appropriate English cream scones. I'm calling the police. That is so good. <laughs> We're talking love, life, and the amazing story of how Emily overcame a childhood problem. I had this great teacher, and he said, why don't you just do it in a funny voice? And I did, and it was sort of... Then we're hitting the kitchen. Oh no! <laughs> we can cook, but we just can't use the equipment. Making her signature turkey bolognese. Okay, chef, what's next? Oh, chef! With my Caesar salad for a perfect meal in the garden. Dream guest. Dream host. <laughs> Fact. I love Emily Blunt, but then who doesn't love Emily Blunt? She's amazing. So since she's English, I thought I'd make her proper English cream scones. So I floured the board, just dump out the dough. It's good and sticky, that's the way it should be. And next I'm gonna roll the dough out three quarters of an inch thick. And while I do that, let me tell you how I made the dough. It's really easy. First I put flour into the bowl of an electric mixer fitted with a paddle attachment, along with sugar, baking powder, and salt. Then I added cold unsalted butter, half inch diced, and mixed everything on the lowest speed, just until the butter was the size of peas. Next, with the mixer on low, I added a cup of cold heavy cream and four extra large eggs. Keeping things cold stops the butter from melting, so when the heat of the oven hits the scones, the steam from the butter helps them rise and makes them light and flaky. Then finally, I added currants tossed in flour and mixed it quickly to distribute them throughout the dough. And that's all there was to it. Okay, this is all rolled out nicely, three quarters of an inch thick, and now I'm gonna cut out the scones. I like to use a three-inch cutter. It's kind of like classic. Just dip it in flour, and you want nice, sharp edges. Okay, while I cut out the rest of these, let me tell you about my incredible guest. Emily Blunt is one of the most acclaimed and beloved stars in the movie business. She's a multi-award-winning British actress, famous for so many iconic and extremely varied roles in one hit movie after another. Emily grew up in London and started acting in high school. After several West End theater roles, she came to the U.S. and played the iconic Emily in The Devil Wears Prada. Following that success were leading roles in so many movies, including Young Victoria, The Girl on the Train, Sicario, then two major musicals, Into the Woods and Mary Poppins Returns. More recently, Emily starred with her husband, John Krasinski, in the blockbuster sci-fi thrillers A Quiet Place 1 and 2, which John wrote and directed. She also starred in Disney's Jungle Cruise. Emily is so much fun, a great cook, and completely down to earth. I can't wait to spend the day with her. She really is as lovely as you think. Okay, so the scones, I just want to brush them with egg wash, make sure they're really nice and browned on top. So I have an egg yolk and some cream. You can use water, you can use milk. 
whatever you have around. Just brush the tops. And then they come out nice and browned and golden and so delicious. I hope Emily likes these. I hope she shows me the proper way to eat them because I know there are all kinds of arguments about how they should go together. Okay, and then a little bit of sugar on top. Just give it a little sweetness. Okay, into the oven, 400 degrees for 20 minutes and they'll be all ready and hot when Emily gets here. We are about to pull up at Minus. I can't believe it. I can't wait to see her. Scones are ready. And they just smell amazing. I made a lot of them. Okay. Here we go. Ah. Now all I have to do is put these on a platter. And I'm all ready for Emily. I feel a little bit like I'm breaking in, but... Oh my gosh, look how beautiful. Can't believe I'm making scones for an English girl. I hope they're good enough. Ina? Here she is. Excellent. Hi. It I'm smells so glad you're here. Amazing. Look how gorgeous. Oh really impractical sleeves for cooking. Like the Perfect. most impractical dress. Perfect for cooking. How are you? So doing? I made you scones, or you call you them scones, right? Scones. Is that yeah. right? Scones. So. I mean, I don't know what's the best way to say it, but and and I have them served with. Good raspberry jam. Of course you and do. And clotted cream. But there's a controversy about these, I okay. understand. Yeah. Am I right? Is it the raspberry jam on the bottom and then the cream on the top or well, the other way around? I always do it the way my dad would eat them. He yeah. loves an afternoon tea, where you do the clotted cream on first. And you then do, the jam. Because the then you get the little bite of the sweetness right as it hits your taste buds. And, and is there some way that the queen does it that everybody... I think it's the opposite. It's the opposite? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm never going to be a dame after this. Oh, you're already a dame, I no, would say. No, it's over. And a little tea? Yes. I don't have English tea, though. Are you going to be upset? Have? I have French tea, which I adore. Allowed. It's allowed. What okay. is French? What's the difference? I don't know. I just This is on mariage for a tea, and it's just, mm. I think it's just the best. So you have it we, with milk. Do, have, you, do you drink it with milk? I don't. I think, <gasps> is that shocking? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're going to show me the proper way to do English Well, scones. I'm going to do the unqueenly way to do okay. it. Okay, so I do a lot. I mean, who it's, wants a thin just... spread? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a, a cream delivery system, right? <laughs> that, that's it. That's and a raspberry jam. This is like really good raspberry jam. How beautiful. Oh, my God. So just and so do you make a thing. sandwich out of it, or you just no. do... Oh. Oh, this is such an education. Face. I love this. Open face scone. <laughs> oh, I'm All right, we, we have to eat at the same one. time. Okay, great. Okay, I'm going to do exactly what you did. Do you want to do, do the Queen's way? Should I do the... No, I want to do it your I way. I love that. Thank <laughs> you. What do you think, I'm crazy? <laughs> You're like, I I'm not your way. I, no, no, no. I'm doing it exactly the way you do it. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. This is going to be a messy bite, and we're going to love it. Okay. Okay. The perfect Cheers. English scone. Cheers. Woo! <laughs> Oh my god. That's so good. I'm calling the police. That is so good. <laughs> the delicious oh police. The jam police. The jam. Isn't that that is insane. Mm. And the scones are good, aren't they? They're so crumbly. Mm. Okay, you take those. Okay. I'll take the tea. Done. Let's go to the table. I love it. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which is yours and which is mine. I think matter. yours is the dainty bite, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> There's so much I want to talk to you about. I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, let's start with when you grew up. You grew up in London. So I'm yeah. one of four kids. I'm the second. I have an older sister, younger brother, younger sister. And it was sort of a wonderful mix of being chaotic and not at all, because my mum was sort of remar a remarkable mother in like... I think you've described her as posh. She Am is I quite right? posh, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. describe what posh is. Well, just speaks very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> just speaks much nicer than I do. <laughs> is she a great cook? She is, she doesn't think she is. But there was one day that was really special in your house in terms yeah. of cooking, wasn't it? It was Sunday? Yes. So is it called, in England, it's called Sunday roast? Sunday roast. And is it like served in the afternoon? It's served in the afternoon. Uh, the usual routine is that you start at around 2 p.m. Yeah. if you want, and it goes on till 7. It is oh, a seriously? long meal. You do oh. not rush through it. It is long, it is wine fueled, it is. And is it just family or is it like friends, friends show up? Friends, whoever ever? want to come. Oh, and so now that I live in Brooklyn, I have two very, very close girlfriends from England and yeah. we all share a Sunday roast. Oh, how fabulous. So Sienna will do it one day and my friend Emily will do it another day and it's just, it's wonderful. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. And so I couldn't believe it when everyone loved the roast potatoes that I did on your show because I was like, People never had these before. Like this was like a staple of my diet. You, you know? taught them to me. I posted them on on uh, Instagram, and it like blew up. It was just like everybody's like, Emily's sure. roasted potatoes just broke the internet. It was so cool. I mean, I was really. It was. My, it was hugely such an honor to be in your book. Oh. I was like, this is a massive moment in my career. This is a big deal. And and big then I movies, big movies, blockbusters, whatever. Potatoes, potatoes. So our Sunday roasts are. I mean, we definitely drank a lot of wine. And I remember <laughs> one time we invited, a, we, we invited just Americans to the Sunday roast. And John, who is a big believer in the Sunday roast, and he's an Anglophile, <laughs> he was horrified that they just ate and left. And after that, he went, no more Americans to the Sunday roast. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand. It goes on until seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something happened to you when you were like six or seven mm -hmm. that was um, kind of life-defining. Yeah. And it was, I'm always so interested in barriers. When somebody hits a wall, yeah. what they do with it. And Jeffrey always says, I love this expression, you never know your good breaks from your bad ones. Oh. Because something bad happens and what came out of it yeah. changes your life in such a good way. What yeah. was that? Well, I think you're talking about the stutter that mm. I had as a kid. And for me, it, it is a, it's, it's a, it's biological, it's genetic, it runs quite prominently in mm. my family. And it's such a anguished thing to experience, yeah. not only for the children, but for the parents. It must be hard to watch somebody not know what to do. Yeah, and right? to suffer. And ultimately, you know, a stutterer knows what they want to say. They yeah. know exactly what they want to say. It is a synaptic signal from your brain. It's not your fault. Of course, it's not your fault. And I think people, Nobody wants to do that. people want yeah. to finish your sentence for you because they Ugh. hate to see you struggle. Yeah. And when you can't communicate who you are mm -hmm. as a person, it's hell. And I, I, I still speak to a lot of stutterers. I'm on the board of a big stuttering foundation. And the people that break your heart are these adults who have never had treatment for it. And it's stuck wow. and it's got its claws in you you lose confidence in what mm. and how people perceive you. So I really am passionate about talking about it and helping mm. people because it's also... It's is also, it very treatable? Yes, well, well, well it is. You know, wow. you can get a lot of help and support and 
with wonderful speech therapy and you ultimately need to not be claimed by it. You know, you've got to kind of think or it's just a part. By it. You're defined yeah, by it. And yeah. like, it's just a part of me. It's not all of me. Yeah. And this was a long time. I mean, yeah. right? it was until you were a teenager. Yeah. It got increasingly worse up until I was about 12 or 13. Every day is hell anyway. <laughs> and then, you know, and then you, then you can't talk or you sound funny yeah. or you look funny when you try and talk. Mm. It's just the worst. And I had this great teacher who I need to find. Can you imagine if he just oh, walks really? in, you're like, well, funny you say that, <laughs> Mr. McHale. <laughs> he's, he's right so here. Good. He's right here. Um, so, oh, he doesn't know that he saved you? I mean, well, I talked about him talk. so much, I sound like his stalker. He's probably like a restraining order at this point. Um, but he was wonderful and not first he said, do you want to be in the class play? And I was like, and but also he noticed, am I right, that yeah. he noticed that when you were fooling around yeah. and using another accent, yes. your stutter disappeared. Yes. And how observant was that? Very. It was incredible. I said no. And he said, but I've watched you. I've seen you, you know, do silly voices. And why don't you just do it in a funny voice? And I did. And it was sort of freeing. Wow. And I know so many actors who stutter. I mean, I really? drag all of them to my foundation. Like, well, it's funny because it's the last thing you'd think what somebody would want to do is be an actor if you have a I stutter. Know. And yet it's what freed you. I will always be one. Yeah. But if it's sort of feeling on the spot or feeling like you have to persuade uh, yeah. someone, yeah. I think that's it when... Comes back yeah, it's interesting. interesting. Okay, so at some point um, an agent saw you in the school play, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and said, I have a show for you to be in. So your first professional acting job was yeah. n not just any sort of off-Broadway or small thing. It was on, it's called West End, right? Yes, like, so it's like, like our Broadway. Our Broadway, yeah. with Judy Dench. Yes, <laughs> so, it was just heaven and so warm and inviting and she made everything so fun. And I was terrified and untrained and 18 years old and I played her granddaughter and it was this 1920s period piece, you yeah. know, and, and she just made everything wonderful. How has not being a trained actress affected your work? I think that I had no, nothing to conform to. You have all those voices in your head go, I, I have no training, especially in England oh, where every, everyone trains, you know, and if oh, you haven't, yeah. it's like, you know, <laughs> how dare you be on the stage, you know. So I think I had all those voices in my head and I just thought, well, isn't acting all about instinct? It's amazing. It's just wonderful. So then after the theater, then you had a, like an incredible string of movies, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, one that I loved was Gideon's Daughter. Oh, thank I you. I totally related to this. I think you this. and three people really? saw that. But yeah, I But you got, you got an award for that. I it was did, just like, yeah. Um, it was a, the story of, a, I mean, I really related to this because I, yeah. I was like this where I was one person at home and another person outside. Huh. So I was kind of terrified at home. Yes. And I was like, I had a wonderful life outside. And yes. that was the character you played. Yes. When you're on screen, you can't look at anything else. Mm. I mean, it's just gorgeous, absolutely Thank gorgeous. You. And so powerful. So then yeah. you had a, lo a lot of movies that you did, yes. um, smaller things, and then you were in LA. Yes. The <laughs> Devil Wears said, oh, Prada. By the, oh, by the way, we're doing this movie. Would you like to read for it? I just gave it a go. And and it was the part of Emily? Yes. <laughs> and, and, yes. Which is, I, there, you know, there was some symmetry there. So Exactly. <laughs> Even so, though she's a horrible person. But, well, but she, you play her as this 
snarky, <laughs> jaded, just, uh, you know, the, 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 the mean girl. What? Starving. Starving. <laughs> <laughs> mean girl, mean girl in school. Yeah. But lovable. Oh, How do you goodness. balance those two things? Well, I think I approached her as desperate rather than bitchy, oh, you know, and I think so I just sort of was, she's desperate and she's defined completely by this occupation yeah. and what a kind of toxic world for her. And then I remember I was in a, I was in a nightclub <laughs> in London like two weeks later. And the director called me and it was like, my phone's going off. And it's like, David Frankel, the director's like, Emily, it's David Frankel. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he said, I need you to do that again, whatever you did. Like, they need to see you in the role. So can you dress a bit sort of more yeah. the role? Yeah. So I went and auditioned again and they literally called the next day and said, you have it. And I just was like, did you know it was life-changing? We thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but we did not know that it would catch fire in that way. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't. And the fact that that became a forever movie and one yeah. that people quote to me on a daily <laughs> basis, you know, it's just wild. I, I know my favorite quote is, I'm one, I'm, uh, I'm one stomach full away from my perfect weight. Is that, did I get that <laughs> my right? My goal weight. My goal weight. But this is my favorite. People quote it to me I wrong know. all the time. They're like, my favorite quote is when people say, if I do this, I can have a cube of cheese and then I'm not hungry. I was like, it's what? not the line. <laughs> Yeah, but it was, I mean, when it exploded and we had this meteoric life, it was unexpected. I think it must have been unbelievably fun because yeah. there were such wonderful cast. Oh. I met my future brother-in-law, Stanley Tucci, on that, and little Annie Hathaway. We texted each other the other day going, can you believe how long we've known each other? Yeah. Like, it's Isn't that great? So am I right you played matchmaker with Stanley Tucci and your sister? No, I think people think I played oh, really? matchmaker, but I think they just fell in love and they met at my wedding Yeah, and they just fell for each other. We have pictures of them dancing together and like... That was that. And Stanley told me this hilarious story about meeting her. Yeah. But he he said he fell in love with her immediately. She was sitting next to him at her wedding, and he'd never seen a woman eat that much in her <laughs> life, <laughs> including like the cheese course was coming. And he was like, she was like, can you come over here, oh, please? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. she just he just couldn't believe it. No, we are my whole family. We are like bottomless pits. I mean, we'll just keep going. We're like those Labradors who eat and eat until they die. I mean, it was just. I think he just felt that was it. It was love at first. Sight, seeing her eat and like that, that. that the four of you are so close, it's oh just God, wonderful. It's the best. Yeah. Why am I imagining Iron Chef when the four of you get together? <laughs> Is it no? Who cooks? Stanley wins. Stanley wins. Stanley wins. <laughs> I mean, I was scared to cook for him for yeah. a really long yeah, time. I understand. And that. I never cooked Italian for him. I remember I made a French onion soup the first time. Yeah. I, would, I would cook anything other than Italian food, and then one day I made him a risotto, and he went, "Am." This is really good. <laughs> so now I have the guts to, but I adore going to their house. It yeah. is, we are so lucky when we go over there. So you met him at Devil Was Prada. Who yeah. knew? Who knew? <laughs> He's wheedled his way into my life permanently. Okay, so then you went on to one unbelievable film after another. Mm. And completely different, everything. Sci-fi, mm -hmm. um, Young Victoria. I love oh, Young Victoria. You. Again, just incredible. Was that fun to do? It was beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. We, we just lost our director recently. Oh, you he did? Died recently. Oh. And so it was just the most tragic thing to lose him because he was such a talent and he was this wonderful French-Canadian guy, Jean-Marc Vallée. He would say to me every day, he'd be like, Madame, she is a rock star. 
Play her like she's a rock star? Yeah, like she's got oh, this fire in her. Great she's, direction. She, he just would sort of let you disconnect from the stuffy period drama. Yeah, that was absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. When you read a script, what makes you say, I have to do this? Uh, if I'm scared. Yeah, that's, that's so interesting. Yeah. I feel that way too. Just like if I'm not working frozen. scared, I'm not yeah. interested. Frozen with fear. <laughs> frozen and, with fear. <laughs> and, and also questioning if I'd ever done it before, because I think a big thing for me is to not do stuff that's derivative of either other stuff I've done or other stuff that I've seen. You want yeah. something that just kidnaps you. I want to be kidnapped. Talk about working scared, because that's the way I feel all the time. Oh, tell me. <laughs> tell me. Do you feel scared all the time? No, when I first started filming my cooking show. How was um, it for you? Ter sheer terror. Yeah. I turned them down for a year. And I kept saying, no, no, no. And they kept coming back and making me a better offer. And I was like, no, I'm not negotiating. I just no. don't want to do this. Yeah. And um, they finally convinced me to do a couple of shows and see how it goes. I thought, oh, well, they'll, they'll lose my number after that. <laughs> so I... And I was terrified. Yeah. And then I saw, before I did all the shows, I saw like the beginning of the, the first, I guess you call them rushes, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I thought, well, it's not as bad as I feared. Well, it's sort of like you have to be on override. You know, you are overriding yeah. your intimidation. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Coming up, we're talking entertaining and filmmaking family style. Then there's a kitchen takeover with Emily cooking up her amazing turkey bolognese and lots more fun ahead. And then somebody came into your life that really is special to both of us. Yes. Two people, yes. Rob Marshall and John DeLuca. Yes. And so how did you meet them and how did Into the Woods come about? I had turned down auditioning for him before. Oh, you did? I didn't Because know. I was terrified to sing in front of people, especially him. I never sang in front of anybody, not even my own husband. So what did, what did you turn down? I turned down auditioning for nine. <gasps> Oh, my God. Because I was told, you need to bring your jazz shoes. I went, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will not be auditioning. And then Into the Woods came about. So I went in and I met him, adored him, fell in love, just thought he was magic. And I came and I had all the props and stuff because I think I'm the kind of person that <laughs> if I just escape and I, if I become somebody else, then I will feel less inhibited. Mm -hmm. So when you're on a set, it's yeah. intense. You're kind of away from everybody. It's a really, you're in the experience. How do you take care of yourself? I've started doing <laughs> transcendental meditation. Have you? Yeah. Really? So I take what I now call psycho naps, where I literally sleep sitting up, you know, whenever I can. Yeah. Like a psychopath, yeah. you know, just like an upright, <laughs> all eyes open, open, but you're yeah. asleep. If they go, okay, Emily, you've got 15 minutes, and if I'm wrecked and I'm feeling like I need a bit of rejuvenation, I'll yeah. just go back and meditate for about 15 minutes, and I'll be up, ready to go. And if, for me, I've never been one of these people that can just sort of cry on demand. Like, I have to be so invested yeah. in the moment, and... I have to really connect with it, so I sometimes have to go to places that, that aren't very fun, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. and like live there. Like in a quiet place? Yeah, like, say, thanks, I John. Have to, I have to say, <laughs> it's the only movie of yours I'm terrified to watch. Have you I seen just, it? I can't. You would love it. I, I would love it. Because it's, it's not, not so a terrifying. horror movie, no, no. Your shoulders will be up around your ears, but it's about family. How far would you go yeah. to protect your kid? 
And it's really just using this tool of if you make noise, you die, which is so yeah. simple. We almost couldn't believe no one had ever done it before. Like, I remember John being like, has anyone ever done this? Well, but it is a little counterintuitive in a movie that nobody can make any sound. Yes, <laughs> but then you as an audience member feel responsible for the family uh, too. So you are isn't that interesting? silent. So I, I, we always laughed saying we didn't do anything for the concession stands in the theaters because <laughs> no one ate. Everyone was just like, <laughs> cannot eat my popcorn. You know? We didn't know that everyone would love that film. Well, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's the biggest hit of all the movies you've done. I think Am I so. Right? I Isn't think that so. fabulous? It's wild. So now, now you've got a fabulous career. Everything's going really well. Yeah. You've got a husband. You've got two yes. daughters. Do you have time to entertain? Because I know you love to give parties. So tell me about it. a party at your house. So, um, I mean, we sound like we live in a commune, but Matt Damon and his wife Lucy yeah. live on the top floor of our apartment. Isn't that building. great? And do you so go we, back and forth in oh, your Oh yeah, pajamas? and we see them too. We, we he arrives in his UGG slippers like most <laughs> evenings. <you know? laughs> And it's just been wonderful, but I ha we have lots of friends in Brooklyn now, and I yeah. love to cook. I did your beautiful brisket with all the oh, delicious onions yeah. and, and leeks. That was so gorgeous. Thank so you. I did that, and I made cornbread with it yeah. in a skillet, and it was just so easy. And it's, and, and it's a surprise that you made cornbread. Yeah. It's just something that they didn't expect, and it's just, I love yeah. good cornbread when it's really moist and flavorful. I yeah. do. I melt butter and put some honey in it, and then I pour it over the top with sea salt. Anything oh, that you put sea salt on tastes better. So good. <laughs> Who does the washing up? Me. No. I do. I do. Oh, I make everyone else do it. Oh, you do? Yeah, um, I sign off. Yeah, I don't know. Jeffrey likes to put things in backwards, so he'll ne I'll never ask him again. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, last question. Okay. What's the food you can't live without? Pasta. Pasta? I have a good idea. Okay. Let's go make turkey bolognese. It's your recipe, right? <laughs> I'm a little bit terrified. Why? I'm hoping you can't go wrong with a bolognese, you right? Can't. You can't. Not go possible. Wrong. And I've got a good tip from Stanley Tucci for you. Oh, you it. do? Oh, I can't well, wait to he, hear it. He says it should be a little drier, not as saucy. Really? Yeah, not too saucy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be saucy, but the bolognese we'll won't be, be, right? won't be as saucy. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go cook. Okay. Emily Blunt and turkey bolognese. What a oh, great combination. Terrifying now. <laughs> okay, so you're going to show me how to make this? I'm going to show you how to make it. Okay. Now, I do it with turkey because my kids prefer it with turkey. Good. Because they're a bit funny about cows. Yeah. Apparently, they have more empathy for, 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 for <laughs> cows than they do for turkeys. <laughs> um, so I start with a bit of olive oil, two tablespoons okay. of olive oil, not to lean over you. Put you to Perfect. work now, you see. And then I add butter because everything tastes better, better with, with butter. butter. Come it on. does. And, and it sounds so better the way you say it. Butter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Give that little whiz round. Then what I do is I add the onion first and get it really kind of translucent and melty. Give these a little go in there. But what so I good. do, because the kids are so ridiculous about their vegetables and never want to see them, is I <laughs> oh, blend make them really them. small. Yeah, right? I kind okay. of blend them up, and also oh, you blend can be bothered to kind of chop. Okay, that so much. they go in here. I'm going to put them in there. So and tell you me can, what to do. If you just pulse it, so take the ends off. Okay. Look at me bossing you Ina Garner. Blend them. Around. Take Isn't the ends off, Ina. <laughs> I take direction well. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> And then I do exactly as I please. Exactly. So, just so I you know. know. Okay. I, I think you're just being polite, but you're going to do what you want with them. I guess. So it. you want me to chop this up and put so it in So chop there? them up into pieces. Like this? You can do bigger than that. Because we're, oh, really? we're going to blend it. And then they never know that there's vegetables ah, in there. I love this. Sneak them in, parents. Sneak them in. Sneak them in. 
I like this little food processor. They're the best, aren't they? Yeah. Right, I'm going to add a little salt. Is this the salt? Okay. So how long have you been making this recipe? Well, probably about a couple of years now. Oh, good. It's you know, like a family ages, standard? Yeah, it kind of is. Like, for ages, they were like, I don't like sauce on my pasta, you know, and... Now I'm just like, you will have sauce. Because <laughs> um, they all just want butter and cheese, Cheese, right? I know. I'm going to add a bit of pepper. So you could probably whiz those up now. Okay, great. I'm going to put you to work. I'm happy to put you to work. Look at you go. This is a great idea. It's fabulous. There you go. That's perfect. Okay, good. So it's like finely chopped. Yeah. That looks and good, And I've been right? chopping them all these years. <laughs> it's like, I how do you do this? Go the other way. Go oh, the other God. way. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> we can cook, but we just can't use the equipment. Yes, we got did it. it. Muscles. Muscles. That was absurd and embarrassing. Okay, that should, that looks about Isn't right. Isn't that great? I'm, so I forgot I'm to say that three carrots, on. three stalks and of celery. And there's always a piece left over for the cook, right? There you go. Always oh, a little God. bit. So how long does this cook for? I do like a few minutes, like no more than three minutes. So who cooks in your family? Do you cook with the girls? Yeah, I mean, they... They, they say they'll help me cook, and then they don't, you know. <laughs> but um, John makes great scrambled eggs. Oh, he does? That's yes. Good. <laughs> what more do you need? What? It's what like, more do you need? <laughs> Jeffrey makes great coffee. And so they it. should get them together. <laughs> They've got breakfast covered. That's it. Um, so that's looking pretty good right that now. Great. Okay. So this is three cloves of garlic, yeah. finely minced. And you kind of want to put that in a bit later because it... It doesn't burn. Quick. I know. Yeah. So many people put it in with the onions, and I'm like, no, oh, no. it gets like bitter. It gets really gross. Right. We yeah. don't want that. And quite <laughs> shortly after, I'm going to bung this dark, <laughs> bung it in. I love that expression. <laughs> That's what you I mean, said about the potatoes. I did, just, just bung, bung, them in. Them in the, um, bung them in the oven. So this is a pound and a half of dark ground turkey. Oh, that's a good idea that it's dark yes. turkey. Yeah. That's great. I got that. So I'll crank up the heat because you kind of want it to get a little bit browned and caramelized and sticky. It's looking good. Okay. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Emily Bunt's showing me how to make her turkey bolognese and it smells so good. Really? <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> Thank God. Can you imagine if you were like, Smells oh. awful. Ooh. 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 Really? What are you yeah. doing now? <laughs> <laughs> Disaster. So now it's all nicely browned. Nice and brown. So yeah. I think now we can add some wine. Okay. Oh, okay. everything needs wine, right? Everything. So okay. you can do a whole cup. Okay. Even when I do it with beef, I do it with white wine. I don't yeah. do it with red wine. Do you? I would do the same thing. Yes. Because otherwise it tastes like beef bourguignon. There you go. It's kind of weird. There you go. <laughs> and your we pasta. don't want that. <laughs> So we've had any cooking disasters? Yes. Like party disasters? Jimmy Kimmel's an incredible cook. Did you oh, know that? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Unbelievable oh, really? cook. Yes, yeah. fantastic. And he and his wife Molly came over to our house in Brooklyn, and I made what I thought was going to be this gorgeous sausage, uh, broccoli, garlic pasta. Ooh, it sounds fabulous. And I just had my second baby and was upstairs breastfeeding the baby and trying to juggle oh, everything and oh. came down. And it was just... Horrifying. It was so oh. bad. It was like so, the noodles were so soggy. They literally were just like falling oh. apart. And I was like, oh my God. And it was the first time I cooked for Jimmy. Oh. It was really depressing. That <laughs> Something was a, tells me he came back anyway. Oh, he did, but he's a, I mean, he's a wonderful cook. Okay, chef, what's next? Oh, chef. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, tomato paste. Okay. Tomato paste. Tomato paste. <laughs> so, Nurse? I mean, you could, I would not do the whole tin. I would do about like half. Okay. All right, so then you have to kind of break it up a bit, which takes a bit of, you know, elbow grease. That's great. So cook that down a little bit. 
And then we're going to add milk. Milk? Milk. Milk? Milk. Milk? I promise you. I promise <laughs> okay. you. Great. I mean, watch me getting letters from so many Italians. But, um, okay. Oh, that's but, what this milk is. Yes. So that's a cup of milk. Cup of milk. Go on, bung Should it in. Should I go it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it makes it like a creamy tomato sauce. A creamy tomato sauce. Isn't that sauce. interesting? Yes. This is very cool. And it really tenderizes the meat oh. and it gets it really delicious and yummy. You're going to do this in the oven, aren't you? I'm going to put so it in the oven. And, and I've done it both ways. Just I've done it, it kind of simmered on the stovetop, but I prefer what happens. When it goes in the oven, I don't know, it kind of melts it down and gets it really like yeah. caramely and yummy. And then you can just walk away. And then what we'll do is add a Parmesan rind. And what I do is sort of kind of nestle it right in the middle of oh, it Oh, that's here. great. So the Parmesan kind of seeps in. Yeah, it kind it. of seeps in. It just adds this, like, depth of flavor to and it. And actually, it's interesting. You can buy Parmesan rind. Can you? it's much cheaper. Like, if you go to an Italian right. cheese store, you can, they'll just sell you the Parmesan rind. Well, there you go. So, and bay and leaves. And do a couple of bay leaves. Do you use them? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. Do you think they're a waste of time? Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? Sometimes it's that deep flavor yes. that you get at the back of your yes. tongue Later, as yes. you're eating something, that's what the bay leaves do. That's what I do. think it is. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's it. So put the lid on. Yeah. Okay. I'm in charge of the oven. You are in charge of opening <laughs> the oven. So just put it in the oven. 300 degrees for 45 minutes. Okay, fantastic. And then done. What so are you making? So should we make Caesar salad yeah. in the meantime? Okay, yes. got everything ready. So lettuce. Of course, the most beautiful lettuce. And a big bowl. Okay. So I'll show you. My special magical way to chop the lettuce. Show me. It's so boring. Just straight across. No, it's probably do... not boring. No, of course it is. Now, how chunky Just, do you want it? I don't know. Kind of big. Yeah. And then right into the bowl. And then I've got Caesar dressing. Oh, yummy. So how do you make your Caesar? I'm going to show you. Okay. <laughs> the Caesar dressing was all made in the food processor. First, I added an extra large egg yolk then Dijon mustard, chopped garlic, anchovy fillets, freshly squeezed lemon juice, kosher salt, freshly ground black pepper, and processed everything until it was smooth. Then, with the food processor running, I slowly poured olive oil through the feed tube and kept going until it was thickened. Finally, I added grated Parmesan cheese and pulsed the food processor three times, then poured it into a quart container, put the lid on, and put it in the fridge. I love the ingredients in, in this. I just pour it on mm. as much as possible. Oh, yeah. And then toss it. Okay. Love I it. I don't know. I hope you Come like on, it. Come on, expert tossing. Oh. Let's see it. Expert tossing. This is oh, professional God, it tossing. Looks divine. Here, taste some. Okay. Let's taste Let's it get and a see real if it's any good. dressing bit. I love the lemon and the parmesan. Mm. That is mm. amazing. Mm. Not good. Most Caesar just tastes like mayonnaise with oh a little anchovies. So Isn't that good? Mm. You know what it is? The lemon gives it an edge mm. that's really different. Oh, wait a minute. I have Parmesan croutons. Hold that taste. I will. <laughs> so I made Parmesan croutons for it. I feel like these are famous. You want to taste one? These are <laughs> the famous same, my Parmesan, famous Parmesan, 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 Parmesan croutons. Who oh, no, knew I was famous for Parmesan croutons? I just put them mm. right in. So how do you make them? I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> To make the croutons, I put baguette slices on a baking sheet, brush them with a quarter of a cup of olive oil, sprinkle them with kosher salt, freshly ground black pepper, and shredded Parmesan cheese. Then bake them for 15 to 20 minutes at 400 degrees until they're browned and crisp and delicious. 
then I let them cool. I feel like I could handle the croutons. I have full confidence that okay. you can handle the croutons. <laughs> <laughs> so how about this? As soon as the turkey bolognese is done, we take everything out to the garden. I love it. Okay, good. Okay, the moment we've been waiting for, turkey bolognese is oh ready. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, let's see. It's in the oven. It's been, like, simmering away. Okay, let's see I bet see this is going to be great. Looking. Is it heavy enough? Yep. How about if I get the oven door? I'll go see the chiropractor door. after being to your house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really reduced, and it's really yeah. thick. Okay, so we now have to remove the Parmesan rind, which is looking a bit melty and sad. Take the bay leaves out. So I'm going to add a little of the okay. pasta water in here just to loosen it up a little bit. So this is really salty pasta water. Perfect. We're going to drain this okay. bad boy <laughs> and give ourselves a facial. Do you want me that's to drain it? That's what I always it? say. I know. I always say I know. That. <laughs> oh, that's Are you quoting me? <laughs> Completely. Look, I'm getting a really nice one. Okay. Here we go. So we've got a pound of usili. Oh, gorgeous. And look, the mm. sleeves survived. The, sleeves. the impractical exactly. sleeves. Um, so what I do, and it's probably, I don't know why I do it, and I probably shouldn't do it, but I add a bit of butter to... Because it has yeah. to the pasta. Yes, yeah. before I add all the sauce in. So I'll get a little coating on it. Stanley Tucci would not approve of this. <laughs> I'll add a little bit of pasta water, and I'll do a little bit of cheese. So it kind of coats it a little bit before you put it into the sauce. It seems excessive, but why not? Can I just say, yeah, you're a really good cook. Am I? You're a really good cook. I'm Aww, really impressed. I know. That's wonderful. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry. Okay. <laughs> so we should put it right in the sauce, shouldn't we? Yeah. Because that's the good yeah, stuff. Just put it right in the sauce. Okay. Fabulous. Put it right that's in there. It. It's just the right thickness. It really yes. coats the pasta. Yeah, it really does. And it's does. not dry. And it's not dry. And but it's not if saucy. you feel it's not saucy, yeah. we are saucy, but it is We're not saucy. saucy. So then I would add a little bit of pasta water. Well, because the pasta has starch in it. Yes. So the starch so it kind of thickens it. And as it sits, it's going to get thicker. That's it. And then I love to, you know, shower more, it in parmesan. More parmesan. Why, Why do not, I think? Right? That's next. Why not? Let's go nuts. And that's kind of it. And that's it. And that's dinner's it. ready. Okay. I got two bowls. Oh, my goodness. Let's do it. You do the pasta. Okay. I'll do the salad. I love this plan. Okay. okay, lots of salad. Yes, please. We'll take it out to the garden. I would love How's that. How's that? Okay. I'd love that. The answer is always more cheese. Always more cheese. Yes. This is like a Parmesan dinner, right? <laughs> little cheese on the... It's my dream. Okay, let's take this outside. Okay, How's great. that? I have I a little rosé outside. Ooh, of course you do. Well, I hope Thank you like you. the pasta I made. Oh, that's right. You made it. <laughs> I really hope you gig. do like it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Cheers, I do cheers, love, and I love cheers. It. Cheers. This gorgeous so rosé. So happy to have you all to myself. I've been Thank you. so happy all day. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Okay, okay, let's see how this pasta is. Oh, God, no pressure. Mm. Yeah? It's perfect. Yeah? It's fabulous. And you know what? It's moist, but not saucy. Yes. Okay. Mm. Are you ready for my pop quiz? Are they going to be really challenging questions? Oh, God, no. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Nothing as high-minded as that. What's the movie you've seen the most? Jaws. Jaws I've seen about 40 times. Isn't that great? Best job you've ever had? When I finished Jungle Cruise, 
we wept, all of us. Oh. It was like Neverland. I just remember all of us going into Dwayne Johnson's trailer and we all drank tequila, the producers, director, all the actors. And I remember we played Frank Sinatra music and we all cried. Oh, it was just a beautiful, hilarious experience. And we're going to do another one. So you we'll are? Get, oh, yeah, good. it'll be good. What's the worst job you've ever had? Probably washing dishes for a <laughs> catering company. It was bad. I used to do catering. I know that's the worst job it's you ever had. It's the worst had. job. It's the worst job. And I remember oh. I showed up wearing awful flip-flops and blue nail polish. And she was like, you're in the kitchen. <laughs> like, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you, over yeah, there. There was no, no moment where she thought that I could be like, would you like an autograph? You know, <laughs> not with those shoes. Best present you've ever gotten? My children. <laughs> oh, can't top that. If you could come back as anything, what would you come back as? Ina Garten. No. Please. <laughs> be careful what you wish okay. for. <laughs> How about we trade? Okay, good plan. Okay, good. Good deal. <laughs> good deal. You can do the sequel of Jungle Cruise. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I'd be really bad at it. <laughs> You'd be great. Being romanced sure by Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure he'd want to romance me. You, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Watch out, Jeffrey. Dwayne Johnson's coming for us. Best day ever. Best, Best day ever. ever. Come on. Thank you. It's so good. It's Thank just so, so good. Much. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you for this. I love you. Look at us Thank speaking you. with our mouths full. <laughs> this is a sign of a good day. Oh, that was the best day ever. It was just so much fun. She's so delicious. She's as delicious as everything she cooks. She's such a magical hang, and I just can't wait to do it again. So invite me back, please. Thank you, Ina, for the most wonderful day. What an amazing story that was. A young English girl has a stutter, and she turns into this major actor. Fabulous. And she's still so down to earth. I just love her. She's invited anytime. Thank you for listening to Be My Guest. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a moment, I'd love to hear your comments on Apple Podcasts. I'll be back next week with new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you'll join us. Thank you.